Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, I have my brother, James. I was visiting him in Corsica. That's where he lives with his wife and shapes pottery and does really fun, cool things that is not surfing anymore. But we grew up surfing together and we have a lot of fun stories to tell. So join us by this hissing, wet logged fire and uh, enjoy. First, you're the first family member, though. I've never done anybody like in the family. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Somebody, <laughs> somebody did just reach out and say, like, hey, from the, the Great Lakes, as a sailor the and Great surfer. Lakes. Yeah. What is that? In the States. Oh. You know, <laughs> between Canada and no, the States. No, yeah, but I'm like thinking, where exactly? And I'm like, you know, mid central. It's already crazy for central me. Central North. It's up over right. there. It's almost like not your home geography anymore. But, um, yeah, anyway, they were saying, like, oh, as a surfer, sailor, you know, like, hear about you talking about sailing all the time. I'd love to hear more. And it made me think, like, oh, I should do one with Pa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the stories you could have with Pa, too. Such good movies. <laughs> well, he was, like, a big, he was basically the person that introduced me to the ocean, you know? Yeah, and well, me, too. Yeah. Both well, that's what I was going to ask Like you. dragging us to the beach so he could go sailing. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kicking and screaming like, oh my God, not again. Yeah. But, but is that what you, so what do you remember about <laughs> the beginning of like. Uh, I remember going out to Point Lookout and being like cold on the beach and waiting for Pa to get back from on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like want to go for one more spin. But one more spin that was always like an hour, two hours. He'd be out there. And then you'd be out on the sand, like, just, like, trying to have fun by yourself, like, build a <laughs> sandcastle. And then at the end of the day, what was funny is that he'd have to, like, drag us out. Like, he would have so much trouble trying to get us to leave. Right. Because we'd be having so much fun. That's true. That once we were there, we didn't want to leave. So we, I grew up to love the beach and the sand and the, the waves, like, trying to catch them with that boogie board. Remember that thing? The first one, like a styrofoam, like a hard styrofoam boogie board that snapped in half. And we still used it. And it was, it was like, it actually worked a little better because it just <laughs> gave you a little lift, but it was like also flexible. It was just like kind of flapping behind you. That, that, so the boogie board reminds me of something I wrote down for myself. I was just thinking about a few things that I would want to bring up. And one of them was um, that time, one of the first times I've ever seen you like kind of kick ass on a boogie board was when you were standing out at the end of the jetty at point lookout 
and there were some good waves coming through like from oh, the top. Dude, that day. Yeah. Was you know what I'm talking about, day right? for me. Yeah, uh, I loved and it, it. hit when it hit that jetty. It kind of like it was refracted in towards the beach perfectly. and just ran like like work, yeah. barrel run it down the beach in like waist deep it water. Was barreling, but it there was were long it was rides. it totally was. Oh, I wasn't getting in them then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I <laughs> not, remember not then. Okay, so we gotta have to tell the whole story because I've actually told this story on Coopcast before, and it'll be fun to hear your perspective of it. But um, so some listeners will actually remember it, but. Uh, you, to cut to like the chase is you were I remember walking back up to do another lap and start over again and and seeing you and Emily was there too but Emily wasn't quite getting up in the face you know she wasn't like jumping aggressively enough and setting her rail hard enough to like come up the face and like get in the pocket but you were standing wow that's in, so funny that you were watching and like observing all of that I didn't even really know what I was looking at I didn't at know then. what Emily was doing. I was like, I was having way too much fun. <laughs> you guys were both like standing in the water and Emily was kind of like timidly in like thigh deep water, like jumping in oh, waves okay, and she saw okay. what you were doing. So she was kind of doing it and staying with the same like amount of whitewater energy. Mm-hmm, like she was going mm-hmm. down the line yeah. in the whitewater. Okay. But you were going down the line in the pocket. Because you were just a little deeper and just being a little more aggressive wow. about like jumping in and setting the rail hard and like being in, like you just, just got flying it. Flying down the line. Yeah, yeah. And it just took you all the way onto the other yeah. side of the beach. Yeah. And I remember being like, holy shit, look at James. She's killing it right now. <laughs> and then even Emily, I was like, wow, even Emily is uh, like doing it too. Yeah. But okay, now the full story is because I don't think I've ever told you this part. Maybe you know. But we were a typical. At the beach, Pa wanted to go check on the boats, or I don't even know if he went sailing. I think he just wanted to check on the boat, tinker around, you know, maybe yeah. switch out some parts or something. <laughs> and like we go Always there, had something to do at the point of lookout. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and we go there, and at this point in my life, I'm going there because I know every once in a while a little wave can exist in there. You know, like it takes oh. the right elements, and I didn't uh-huh. know what elements, but I just knew sometimes there was a wave big enough to surf. Hmm. Uh, and for some reason, I didn't have my board this time. So we're there, oh, and I remember looking at it and thinking, like, wow, it almost looks like you can surf it right now. And then I'll never forget, some guy comes running down the trail. Remember that trail? Yeah. Like that little, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. through the that weeds trail. trail the pops out on the beach, uh-huh. and, I, and I see him looking, like, intently. And I know, like, it, this guy's got to be looking for waves, so I, like, make my way over to him. Like, I was a pretty shy kid, but in some ways I was super brave. Like, that looked like a surfer, and I could learn or, you know, gain something. So that's when I would be totally brave. And I'd march right over to him and be like, hey, uh, like, just strike up a conversation. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know how I how I started it, but I was like, what are you doing? What are you, blah, blah, blah. And he basically was like saying, I surf, I'm just checking it. And he goes, in an hour. Tide needs one more hour. I'll be back. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I, oh I surf gosh. too. <laughs> like, uh, I don't have a surfboard. And he was like, I'll bring you a board. And oh dude, uh, I kid you not, <laughs> the dude tells me he's going to bring me aboard and he's going to be back in an hour when the tide's better. I run over to Pa and I'm like, Pa, this guy came. He said the waves are going to be good in an hour. We got to stay. He's bringing me aboard. So that wasn't a hard battle to win. <laughs> you know, he was like, all right. <laughs> I went over there all equipped like I'm like going to court to win a case. <laughs> Were there cell phones at the time? Like, could he have even called back to mom and no, been like, no, no way. oh, well, the kids want to stay another hour. No, so definitely I guess not. I'll just stay a little No, because cell phones came around when I was like, well, cell phones for us came around when I was in ninth grade. So 13 years old. I got my first cell phone 13 or 14. 
and this is younger. Yeah, than you that. gotta this remember is... that. Like nowadays, social media, everything that's happening, like kids got cell phones, born with it in their hands. You know, they forget. It's really easy. Yeah, to, like, like there was a time before that. So and I am on the edge of that generation. Right. You just remember when yeah. that, like, before yeah, I was that. a kid at that point. But, but some people are. Yeah. Anyway, he anyway, he, he he. I tell Pa. I tell Pa this. You know, like Monty. he's coming with a surfboard, and he's gonna. He, it's gonna be good in an hour. Yeah. And he was just like, okay, no worries. And sure enough, the guy comes back in an hour with like a friend or two, and an extra <laughs> board, like this big longboard. I'd never ridden a longboard at that point, but I was elated. And and it was true. In an hour, it got better. And I remember wow. paddling out with this guy, feeling so proud and stoked. And getting a couple waves off the top, and he, I was learning from him too, watching him surf. That's it. And I got a couple like where I connected them from the outside, kind of burgery version, mm-hmm. uh, like part of the wave until it hit that shallow zone where you were standing, and then it would run off. And I got a few like way down the beach, and that's when I was seeing you guys oh, when man, I was walking yeah. back up to start over again. Somehow you tuned in to what was going on out there. And you just jumped on the boogie board, no wetsuit, no nothing. I don't think I had one either, and just were getting these little rides along the yeah. along the beach in waist deep water. Not even. I remember that day being like, "Oh shit, I've just got this little boogie board that's snapped in half." <laughs> but you know what? Like at the time, I don't. I didn't surf very much. I didn't you didn't surf at all. Surfboard. No. Oh yeah, I didn't. Dude, even we're talking. Then? So yeah. you're you're six years old at this time. I'm oh, okay. six years older than you, and if I'm eleven when or twelve. When did you start? Wait, wait, wait. Or right around there. You started at 11, 12, 13. Yeah, but no, I'm, no, not you know, six years old. No, I started at 11 or 12. Okay. I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something like okay. that. Okay, I don't know. But seeing you with the surfboard, I was always like, oh, like I got to start with the surfboard, but I'm still like six years younger than you. Yeah, so but you anyway, definitely got to I had the that. I had the boogie board, and I was just like, well, I'll use this thing. <laughs> do you, that, you do remember that, though, right? It, I, yeah, that day was like... That day is uh, is pretty special in my mind because it was like the first time I actually had the best like fun on a boogie board and felt like I was I was actually surfing mm-hmm. or you know you were I surfing wasn't, I wasn't standing up but I was like no but you I were, was surfing the wave yeah yeah you yeah. were riding the wave yeah, the way it's I was meant to be ridden yeah I was whether like it's riding on your the wave. yeah we always talk about this dude like and that was so fun surfing is so fun to surf a wave to ride a wave. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all just trying to tap into, is like yeah, that connection yeah. to the pocket yeah, yeah, yeah. and follow it as it moves moves through time. Yeah, especially when you're like a six-year-old and that little wave is like kind of carrying you fast, you know? Mm-hmm. For you, you were much bigger, so it's like a fun little wave, like, oh, that's cool. But like a six-year-old, it's like, oh, this is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going down the line. No, like, oh, even for God. me. Cause it was and like you're trying different things every time, like smacking the lip and like trying to do little like twists and like, you know, do those little barrel rolls. <laughs> and that's what they call them, I think. Oh, that was, that's so good. <laughs> so that's fun. definitely one of my strongest memories of, like, you seeing you, you know, because when you're also a kid and your sibling, you see them so much that you really don't actually pay attention to their life that much, you know? Yeah. So, like, that was one of the times in my but, life where I actually had a window in your life and, like, looked through it and saw, like, what <laughs> you were up to at your age, you know, and what was going on with you. Because otherwise, yeah, dude, I'm 12 years old. I'm like insecure. Time. I'm worried about how I look. Like I'm trying to be cool. How do I hold this damn thing? It's like nine feet long. I've never holding a longboard in my life. You know, like yeah. so much is happening in my brain. You know, yeah, that the older guys are like <laughs> the gods in front of you. Like, oh my god, 
But that's sick, dude. No, I didn't know that about those those other yeah, guys. Yeah, that's how that day those happened. Those are like the kind of things, like as a kid, like completely, like I don't remember anybody else on those waves but me. Like I remember <laughs> Emily. Like seriously, it was one of those days where it was just me. I remember Emily was behind me, but I did not even bother looking back, and I just kept doing laps and like I wasn't even. And then I knew you were on the beach at some points, like looking back at us. And I don't know. There's just these moments that are just incredible, you know. Mm-hmm. really frozen in time for me yeah and it's uh you know you the kind of memories that you remember forever mm-hmm. and it's just like they don't go away mm-hmm. it's that day yeah for me too and yeah. and for a lot of like levels you know yeah. like that was also a day where i i learned for the first time things change and can make the waves better in a predictable way like that guy oh, understood yeah. that this particular spot needed some more tide like it needed more yeah, water yeah, for what he sure. saw to work that didn't that dawned on me like a new day like the sun was shining like oh my god i didn't know it could come back <laughs> yeah, again revelation. after a set you know it was huge <laughs> it was such a big deal like yeah. from then on i was more tuned in to like paying attention to how conditions change oh, and yeah, for making it better or worse right and and that was like that was so big for me yeah. and i remember also that was like a day of pride for me because Pa and a friend, and I think it was the people that lived in that house, that really nice house on the corner of the beach there. Yeah. I think they were on the beach with him, and they were, like, like giving me, you know, props. They were like, yeah, nice ride. And I just remember being so <laughs> yeah. proud of myself, you know? Oh, man. But it's cool because I feel like that day must have been, like, if what you're saying is true about, like, seeing me. <laughs> no, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it for Mike. Don't do it for Mike. <laughs> no, no. But what what I mean is um, what you're saying about how you saw like through me in that moment mm-hmm. is probably like a key moment actually because after that I feel like we started uh, hanging out a lot more, doing a lot more surfing together. Definitely. You at well, some point. I don't know how old that was, but. How, How did we get there? Well, I think it really started when I started being able to drive. Because oh, yeah, before 16, before I could drive, I it was I was on my own <laughs> like, like how do I get to the beach? No, but you know? I was 10. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but I wasn't 11. driving necessarily when I was 16. I think by the time 17 mm-hmm. and maybe you were 11 and I started like taking you and like especially 12, 13, 14 like we started surfing together more and more. Yeah. But it's funny because a lot of that's a blur for me like that all just melts into the whole middle of my life where surfing was really hard to do. You know, I never felt actually really good at it or really confident about how, you know, like now I, ha- I feel like I have intention yeah, and I wow. can see what I want to do and do it. Whereas then it was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go out there nah. <laughs> like see what happens, you know? And that was years of Figure that. things out. <laughs> yeah, that was years of that. And yeah. it kind of all melted together into this big chapter of just learning to surf total learning to surf alone investment. too yeah yeah like right now you're guiding people through that process you did it all by yourself yeah i think i definitely think it's there's a huge merit difference. to having done it on your own you know mm-hmm. like oh yeah like pottery man like learning it on my own definitely has merit but when i teach now i realize i'm like wow i'm teaching these people to do things that took me a while to learn yeah yeah <laughs> and they're doing it now already i'm like oh, okay. well you were also formally taught though right you weren't just self-taught because uh, how did it start no, for you for a long time i was self-taught i was teaching myself in the basement with videos 
and then um, I finally got to college, and my professor was uh, Bill Shalalys. What's up, Bill? If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he taught me uh, he taught me to throw. But he would be like, "Here, take this, like five kilos, ten kilos, make a bowl, make something out of it, like pull it out." And I'm like. That's a wave that I was not ready to start pulling at my age. Right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. Those are those are different kind of waves. But anyway, I digress. What was the? Oh, we just the about? beginning of your pottery, because it's pottery, similar to yeah. like how I learned to surf. Like I found a passion in surfing, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of went down this really long journey. Yeah, yeah. Without guidance for a while. Right, right. So similar for you in pottery, and the ultimate. Yeah. Just quickly for like any impatient listeners, is the ultimate conclusion is we're both doing what we love our passion and finding a way to like to live uh, yeah. with that you know and to be like so fulfilled in such a way like that's like it's not very wealthy it's not like a lot of money but it's very <laughs> rich in the sense of fulfillment and oh, happiness yeah, yeah. anyway you were so okay so now back to the where we were so yeah you it's, were learning, uh, you it's went about to teaching and and then you know bill he brought me to a new level in like in in such a way that like i never could have got to on my own and that was just the beginning because after after Bill, then it was like you know when and I that came was to college. France. Yeah, that was college, like in the very beginning. Um, well, okay, so no, then, that was actually like two, three. Yeah, I started when I was fifteen. I don't remember. Well, no, no, no. By yourself, you were fifteen. Yeah. And then college was Bill. Yeah. And then after that is you moved to France. Yeah, and then after that I moved to France, and it was like three years later, of just like working, I found. Um, Thierry Fouquet, and he became my mentor uh, at uh, in Paris, and uh, and in his school. So I started teaching for him as well in his school, and then uh, and that was it. Now, now I'm back on my own. <laughs> Thierry passed away. Uh, that before was it? I left for Japan. Oh wow! I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, so I I knew him not very long for not a very long time unfortunately I wish I had found him sooner that would have been dope mm. because what's crazy is I was actually passing his school every day to go to work and I didn't even know it huh yeah it was like on this street but there's not like signs on the front of the street it looks like like you're walking into someone's apartment building you know right and then That's when you get inside yeah you don't see exactly what you're yeah and so once you get inside, it's like this big courtyard, and then the studio is in the corner, and, and there's this huge, like, beautiful space that, like, arch- architects had before him, uh-huh. and they turned it into this beautiful space with so much light and so much, uh, like, s- they built a loft inside to mm. add extra space and everything, so it was, like, really cool space with a beautiful studio inside. And so I started there, uh, like, restarted my career in pottery. And then, but that was only from like 2017 to 2019 mm-hmm. yeah and then I left and then you went to Japan yeah I went because to Japan yeah, yeah the reason I laughed before is because you said that's it and then that's it and I'm like dude no way then you went to no, Japan no of course that's not it of course that's not it <laughs> so but, like, like and then you go to Japan and you're just yeah. like 
basically <coughs> bumming it around for a year just to like what what was your whole purpose for I, that? I was living in a van and it's so funny because i just saw a meme for the first time like every family has to have one kid that goes and lives in a van somewhere <laughs> and i'm like oh damn it like damn it our family so has two <laughs> <laughs> no i never really did it that that hardcore but yeah i definitely made a house out of my my to. car for a while oh, <laughs> anytime yeah. i needed and i still will i kind of oh, do it great. proudly it's great i, I love it, it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay, but what what was the purpose like of Japan? You went there just to learn, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Japan in the beginning uh, was like for sure going for pottery. I got to spend um, two months in the north in Hokkaido uh, because I wanted to go like just like kind of ease my way into the culture and everything. I wasn't sure what I was. Gonna run into, you know. I didn't even have a plan. I had no plan. I just knew that there were villager villages of potters in Japan that I had to go see. They had like the the biggest history uh, of ceramics and pottery that lives on today. So I was like, gotta go see it. And um, I went and I saw it. Yeah, with the car. But hold on. So I started in Hokkaido to ease my way into the culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was great because they have the best powder in the mountains. Oh. And so I got, like, in Hokkaido, you find so many cheap, like, secondhand stuff in all these big secondhand stores. So I bought myself a snowboard, uh, a jacket, and, like, all that I needed just to go snowboarding in this powder. And it was incredible. So that was, like... You know, snowboarding has also been for me a great link that I've had to surfing because in the years, you know, to all, all these years, like I haven't been surfing. Like I'm not surfing anymore. I'm a I'm a potter now. Yeah. <laughs> or trying to be. And um, so where am I? I'm the in uh, snowboarding, and snowboarding's a link. Yeah. To so surfing. snowboard snowboarding has been like kind of that link for me though, because in France I had multiple occasions to go into the mountains and do some snowboarding and, and that has been like the greatest uh, thing but I hadn't like you know in France if you were there we'd be going out to Biarritz all the time and surfing or, oh yeah or yeah. going to Osgo and trying to you know score waves but you know yeah in, I mean it takes Paris, a pretty there, committed any, mindset yeah. to, to score waves yeah like, and I didn't have any friends that were surfing I'm not like I did it once I got on a bus and I was just like, I can't take it anymore. Paris is just too landlocked. And I'm like, I'm getting so sick of this place. So I, I took a bus overnight, and I arrived in the morning, found a place. I was in, uh, I arrived in Biarritz. So uh, it was like, I think a 12-hour bus ride or something like that. And uh, I arrive in the morning, and I get a surfboard. So I rent a surfboard. The waves are pumping that day <laughs> but like pumping pumping and i'm like the, but that was like, like and what kind of board did you rent no i don't know i, I don't even remember and you haven't surfed in I, how no, long the first thing yeah no uh, years years and years <laughs> no so, like, not years and years really I, can't, I couldn't i can't remember how long it was because you've it come out so and surf with me every time no but hold on hold on i didn't even, i don't know the story is not like i i got i didn't even go in the water like when I saw those waves, the first thing I did was go to check the surf. I saw the waves, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm seeing, like, these barreling waves just, like, coming crushing down. Like, they're picking up sand over the yeah. sandbar, like, right off, right off the beach. And I'm like, 
this is gnarly. So I was just like, I'm walking back to the to the surf shop. I'm looking inside like at the little sponge boards. I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna. <laughs> and and I was just like, no, this is too freaky for me. But I was spending the day. I was gonna spend the night actually. So I was gonna go back in the morning mm-hmm. or the next day night something like that. So I was like, I'll just like visit Biarritz and check out the sights. It feels good to be by the sea again, you know. Mm. I was like, I needed some like air. Mm-hmm. Paris is like, oh, so gray all the time. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, yeah. So when I got out to Biarritz and I got like to see the the sea again i was like wow there's something you know something that's like calls to me here mm. the the sea calls to me like the horizon mm. seeing the horizon like how did i do so long without that horizon yeah my gosh it's hard so i got uh i got aboard the next day the waves calmed down mm-hmm there were so many people in the water. I was like, okay, there's no point in like respecting any like priorities, you know, left or right. Like everybody's just taking waves and just surfing them together. So I'm like, thinking, like this is cool. Like people are in this like kind of happy mindset. Everybody's having a good time, kind of bumping into each other and like, oh, like laughing and also like kind of freaking out. But um, I just got in the waves and I was like, oh, this is fun. I got this big sponge board and I was like, I'm not that good. So I'm like, all right, let me work on my stand-up. Let me try to not do all the things that Chris is telling me to stop doing. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that was a good day. But the, so you got a couple waves and yeah, I got a couple avoided waves. bumping into a few people. Yeah, I think I, I did pretty good at avoiding people. I didn't catch many waves. You know, it was just to just to get out and mm. and enjoy that time because I knew that that surfing would in, would need a huge investment for me to actually get to a level that I was like comfortable surfing waves and enjoying like my time on waves. Mm-hmm. Like oh, dude, there are, if I could like surf waves with ease around here in Corsica, I would be out there all the time. Uh, I would love it. I feel like the harder thing about here is knowing where to be for the wave. Because there's a lot of different exposures for waves. Yeah, that's why I was talking to you about like being able to take videos. Yeah, it's it's tricky here. And I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't have a big window. Yeah, and you, you, didn't, know. Yeah, you didn't get to see it much. It's been flat all these days. Well, like, yeah, I mean... I was looking at if there there was any swell for any beach anywhere, and there wasn't. Like, it's all calm. But anyway, like, yeah. there's such a small fetch and window for swell in here. You know, it would take, like, a little gale that blows across real quick to, like, whip up something. So w- it's almost like we don't want that because then that means the weather is going to be bad. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like we'd rather just have sun and beautiful, you know, I'll see the surf somewhere else <laughs> i don't need to see yeah well here. i'll try to send you some videos when it is working yeah yeah i do i would i'm very curious to see like the surf spots here. usually in like november october november mm. but um well. all right so that was a little digression from your from your japan story to talk about going from paris to be a ritz a little day trip oh yeah to wow. bop around with all the other oh kooks my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we had a good time <laughs> but you know, so Japan and and just you know bouncing around there. I think you left off at like snowboarding and 
Um, right. Okay. So I was. Uh, I got to. And you don't do have to go into total detail, uh, but it's like it's just all. Uh-huh. It's cool. Like to see because you are a surfer, you know. Because every time you come back and visit me, you're out. You got a board and you're out surfing and you're doing just fine. Except for that one time. You remember? Do you remember that story you told me? Okay. So I just remember like being out in the water all day telling you in the morning like dude i gotta teach all day i'm sorry but yeah is that what you're doing you you were teaching yeah i was teaching all day and you were kind of off surfing and i kind of sent you off like down the way like to surf where there's less people but that's also where that camp went oh dude you're totally taking that on yourself that was not even true i I went down there i was like i'm trying to get away from everyone (laughs) yeah but i wanted you to too like i didn't want you to be in the crowd you know yeah but Okay, you got to tell it, sir, because that's one of my favorite stories. Like, I come back to the beach, and you're like, hey, dude, um, yeah, I kind of got into it with somebody a little bit. Like, he got really, like, not you fought him or anything. Like, you were just like, I kind of pissed him off, and he got really mad, and I told him I was your brother (laughs) or something like that, and I was like, oh, God, oh, God, what happened? What happened? (laughs) But then you tell me the whole story. Do you remember this story? Wait. Because I think it'll be funnier if you tell it. Yeah, wait. Uh, hold on. I don't remember what I told you when I got back. I don't remember. You just had this solemn, back to you. This yeah, solemn yeah. attitude. No, yeah. Being I, like, mean, ah, I was out there. Sorry, I was out in the water. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was out in the water, and and some dude started surfing really aggressively next to me. And I was like, this is, it's such a funny way for surfers, I feel like, to, to like kind of own their territory they'll just start like out surfing you like with this ease that makes you so mad you're just like (laughs) damn it like he would take waves you know that were like i would be normally at a uh, where i would be going left because you know i'm goofy so i I want the lefts (laughs) and he'll come on the right side of the peak and then overtake me on the left and i was like okay yeah this guy uh, this guy is not happy with me right now i don't know what's going on and so he just starts, uh, like, th- then he finally comes right at me and starts, like, splashing me. And uh, and I was like, whoa, dude, like, what? And he was like, I got girls here. And he's, like, splashing me, saying, like, uh, yeah, he's teaching and he's got girls there. And he's worried about me, like, hitting them. And I'm like, oh, like, shit. Like, I'm I'm avoiding them. Like, I see them. I'm not going to go into them. And uh, And he's, like, freaking out because, you know. Uh, I look like a kook, probably, <laughs> surfing around, like, trying to catch a wave. I can't even catch the fucking wave, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like, let me surf. Like, but, you know, he, he was, like, pissed off. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm I'm leaving. Uh, and I was like, fuck, like, I'm Chris's brother, and I'm, like, cooking it out here with some guy <laughs> that owns a in Montauk and I'm like oh like like this is not good for Chris's reputation right now so I come back and I'm like fuck it Chris I cooked it I'm sorry man pissed some guy off over there I don't know what happened he was surfing at uh, he thought I was gonna go into the the camp uh but this is now this is just like how it's coming to my head but I don't actually remember okay well here's the part I love yeah, you probably okay, don't so even remember this it, it was here. like take me it, yeah. me and Evan uh-huh. this is like one of our favorite stories dude uh-huh. because he finds out that you're my brother too so both of us are kind of cringing i'm like oh god dude like i understand like you weren't like i because i know this person i know he's looking for you to be a problem for him you you weren't being a problem for him he was looking for that to be a problem you know and he was surfing around (laughs) you and like putting you in his own way you know what I mean? Like deliberately, and and just I being was very pretty far away. That's why I didn't understand at first. No, I know. But the, it took like two or three waves for him to 
like show me like I want to outsurf you so you leave. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like and then he had to like come and de- de- deliberately start like. Right. So, uh, so we're but he also finds out that you're my brother, and he uh, this was actually kind of like cool for me. I was like, oh wow, he actually has a little respect because he felt bad when he found out you're yeah, my yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So came back here's was... the best part. He comes over to you and apologizes. Yeah, yeah. And he, he goes, and he "Hey, like, dude, I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't know you were Chris's brother." Blah blah blah, this and that, and then you go, oh yeah, well, you know, you do have a camp of little girls, and you should really think about the influence you're setting for them when you go deliberately, like you know, <laughs> instigating with some random dude and splashing him and being a dick, like you know, <laughs> you you should really think about what they're, what what kind of example you're setting, and he was like. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. So when you came back and told me that, because I didn't hear this, you told me that, you're like, yeah, you know, I told him that he should probably think about the example he's setting. Me and Evan look at each other and we're like, oh, (laughs) no way you did not. We're just like, okay, well, it's done. So we may as well just totally enjoy this, that you just totally, because as it happens, this happens to be one of the people who um, nobody really wants to say how they feel. Let's put it that way. You know, everybody just kind of keeps themselves because, you know, some people just yeah. can't hear okay. anything other than praises or respect. You know, criticism would go like be taken totally wrong way. But it was just so well, I respect funny. him. I respect him. Really. Right. Like, he okay. came and apologized. No, I know. And I was like, wow, that's like really respectful because. Well, anyway, sorry. I didn't no, 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 to no. Take no. Your, 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 not at all. Your, not at all. Floor. <laughs> it, it was just funny because. I'm sure you do, but the way it could have come off to him, me knowing this personality, uh-huh. is like, oh man, that could have easily sent it off back in the other direction again. Like he was oh, like being all, it. yeah, yeah, uh, he yeah, was being shit. all humble and like, yeah, that was maybe a, it was definitely a little borderline, but yeah, but, but it but came s- from such like, oh, such like a heart, a place in my heart where I was like, I remember why surfing for me in the beginning was so hard. Like, running into guys that, like, made you feel like that would be the worst. Like, of course, like, everybody's out there to get waves, and you try to try to stay away, stay out of people's way, respect priorities, you know. But, like, you know, sometimes you're out there a long time trying to catch a wave, you know, and sometimes you're going away from everyone to try to catch waves, and, and sometimes that works, and sometimes you got to come back. Uh, but, you know, just feeling like you're not welcome there. Like, you're, you you can't, you're not allowed to be here. Like, you can stay there, but just, we're just going to out-surf you and you're not going to catch anything. It's like, ah, oh, that's hard. Mm. And it was like, and when I when it happened again, after so many years of not having to sur- of not having surfed, and, like, coming back with, like, this excitement to be like, oh, I'm like, stoked to, like, to surf again, you know, to see, like, if I, if my matured, like, just, like, in my own, uh, you know, uh, f- uh, f- body, I guess, you know, in my, uh, like, uh, my system of, like, functioning. And, I don't know. But you expect, like, something different after all this time. Like, maybe I'll catch better, more waves. Maybe I'm stronger now. Maybe I'll stand up better. Maybe I'll, like, ride it better. And then you hit, like, a, a wall like that that, like, sends you back to the beach with this, like, this dreading, like, this anguish of, like, having to tell your brother, like, you just fucked everything up. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, my God, why am I right, in the Right, so water? It, it gave you, like, this, like, motivation to be like, no, you know what? I'm speaking up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'd love to be able to surf, like, and, and get good at it. But, I, you know, I know now, like, I need, like, it, the way it is, like, I need someone like you with me. I need, like, to have a 
coach, someone that can tell me where to be, like give me like the proper etiquette as well to properly place myself and not like I, I was talking to this dude the other day and I just learned something from him and he was telling me like I went out like I was I, I was visiting New York and I was surfing in this spot and I saw everybody was there so I stayed on the peak like to the side and I surfed a little bit and then made my way over little by little and when he said that I was like oh shit <laughs> like you're right like wow that was actually really like polite of you just to start that way mm -hmm. as, a, as an outsider and start your way in like slowly like showing you you can actually surf you know what you're doing you're not gonna hurt someone like right. giant and board. you don't think you deserve like the top you know yeah exactly right you're not gonna bat. just bite off the biggest piece of, like uh, coming out you know it's really humble and i was like wow so i learned something just from that and i was like i gotta you know keep that in mind mm -hmm. because you know my surfing journey's not over like i'm gonna keep a board and i'm gonna always go out if anything just for the exercise you know right because with the pottery now i'm sitting down i'm making pots all day i gotta get out and, and paddle and wave my arms around a little bit <laughs> <laughs> sitting there squeezing um but i just i wanted to bring you back to one Sorry. part because you took it, it took you on your own like yeah, yeah. tangent but uh -huh. you were saying how the reason you spoke up like when that person came in and, and humbled themselves before you and apologized, you, you were saying how like, yeah, I had come back to surfing after all these years, you know, and I was so amped to do it. And then again, I met that feeling. So it sounded like you were starting to say like how you felt inspired to speak up for once, you know, and you're, you know, after yeah, all these years, I did. you're like, Hey, cause I do no, feel you like, you know what? Come yeah. on. Like yeah, after I, all these years, I come back and, and this is what I find right on day one. Like, yeah, for sure. Dude, you know what? Like, you should think about what you're doing and the influence you're setting out there, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I was like one of his kids when uh, when I was like feeling that way at some point. And then uh, growing up, you know, finally being able to just, you know, say to myself like, no, I can I can speak my mind. I can say what I think, too. And, you know, that's like a first for me because I'm. You know, I was just growing up. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that was. How long was ago was that? I don't know. That was a good amount of time. That wasn't the last time you visited, which was two years ago. Um, but anyway, anyway, like you were definitely yeah. younger, and and. <laughs> and so. But I just that's one of that's literally one of my favorite stories. I'll have to bring it up with Ev because he will recall it and tell it. He's a great storyteller. He'll be able to. He'll be able to tell it in his own way that is just so. Hilarious. Yeah, it's so great. He yeah. he loves that story. So do I because yeah, it's yeah. just like it's just our to to, do, to our delight to hear that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, dude. What do you say we get back inside and uh, watch a little show before bedtime? Yeah, that sounds good. This was a, like a really fun, you know, catching up. And technically, we could probably go on. Oh and my on god, and yeah. On and on. So I there's got to be an ending like somewhere. <laughs> I'm looking up at the stars and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty far. <laughs> we can make it. But that's pretty far. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Can you shut off, Mike? Say goodnight. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little kiss. <laughs> never done that. <laughs> Tuck him in. <laughs> he, he comes inside with me. Okay. Outside. Exactly. The fire is out. It's a perfect time, really. Yeah.